You're listening to season number two, episode 57. This is Jeff, stimulating thoughts about life, igniting the spark about what's going on, and exposing the dark from the light. We all have the same amount of time, but some people like to use other people's time trying to get extra hours. But is it really possible? Behold, Simi, life, real life, a thing that we have been denied for far too long. Are you on the path, then you've done the right show. show. Are you the spiral or the zero? Z-roll. In and out of time, you can call me hero. In the distant future, I can see the hero. hero. I give this foresight, love sharing insights, stimulating thoughts about life. About life. Using metaphors, are we living in the night? Exposing the dark, I bring awareness to the light. The light, the spark, the spark. Good morning, my neighbors! Welcome back to another episode of Unite the Spark Family. For those of you new to the show, thanks for joining us today. Knowing that the universe is mental, we believe changing our world starts with the idea. We stimulate thoughts about life by sharing insights, exposing Gnostic information, and questioning the human conditioning. In our last episode, we spoke about parasites, the struggle being real, finding our support group, unlocking our inner gifts, and recognizing our blocks. If you missed the episode but feel it may be of value, you can check out the notes in the description and click the corresponding links. In this week's episode, we plan to stimulate thoughts about getting over the struggle, dealing with daily drama, getting out of our own way, finding purpose, and living life by design, or actually creating life by design. Now before we get started today, we would like to remind you that you can also inspire content by checking us out at internalmonarch.com leaving comments on our social media, this podcast, or the website. And if you're vibing with our entertainment, become part of the tribe by subscribing to the links in the description to get notified when new sparks are created. So let's see what the family had to say about the last two shows. We actually had a show called The Struggle Is Real, and we actually had another show that talked about uh, complaining. It was called Does It Help To Complain or Is It A Waste Of Time? Now, that show was not like the what we're doing now and, you know, had editing and sound effects and using the Yeti mic and sitting at the computer desk and things like that. No, no, no. That podcast was one of the old school versions, which was, uh, you know, a drive time, a, a, a um, what, what I used to call that thing, um, slapping and rapping, right? Where you're, you're with me while I'm at work or driving or commuting back and forth, you know, and we're just sharing it. So it's not as, it's not as crisp, it's not as clear and professionally done as I'm trying to make these shows. But it still had, you know, some very insightful and some funny moments in the show as well. And uh, looking at the comments, we have one person who said, I admit it, I complain a lot and it's all about people and boundaries. Demands on my time, which allows me to not be able to get enough sleep, rest or nutrition. Exposing the light on something is information. Complaining is something that you could possibly change or if you cannot, you are trying to get empathy from them. I agree. You know, uh, exposing the light on something is information. That is definitely true. And I was listening to some stuff today. It has nothing to do with this comment, but I was listening to some stuff today talking about exposing the light on something. And it was talking about conspiracies and how the world has gotten people to actually believe that powerful rich people do not come together or and correlate together, come together to try to come with, a, with some type of master plan to make themselves be in a better position. It rather might, rather it's corrupted ways or not. There are things called mastermind groups. You know, that's not a conspiracy. So, you know, you know, a lot of things in this world could actually be changed if we expose the light on it, you know. Uh, complaining is something that you could possibly change or if you cannot, you're trying to get empathy from them. Yes, that's true too. You're trying to get them to understand your side of the story, but is there a boundary? Is there a line that a person, the person listening should draw or should they continuously allow this person to complain about the same exact thing? You know, like you said, they, if they can't change it, they're looking for empathy, but how much empathy and how long do a person give a person's empathy? That's a question I would like to ask you. Um, I complain a lot. It's not about people. It's, it's always about people and boundaries demand demands on my time which allow me not to be able to get enough sleep rest and nutrition 
that is definitely something we're going to be talking about in today's show, living life by design. And hopefully once we get over that part of the show, that will help you create boundaries and actually help you manage your time a little bit better. Okay. Multiple time complainers are no, no matter what you do are crazy makers. And I think this is where we need to draw boundaries. <laughs> Multiple time complainers. Yeah, just, yeah, exactly. If they complain about the same thing over and over, yeah, they are the crazy maker. They're basically trying to stir the pot, right? Okay. I try to help people, but sometimes they keep coming back with something new or the same thing over and over again. Over and over again. I try to help them with their problems, but they don't seem to get it. They keep coming with me the same thing over again. And I say, get out my face. No, I'm just <laughs> All right, all right. All right, yeah, I, you know, I have to gotta have fun. Y'all family, and this is what we do. If you know me, I'm animated. The wife says I'm dramatic. I say I'm theatrical. Who knows? But anyway, let's keep it moving. Sorry, so late getting to this show. Not enough hours in the day. Not enough hours in the day. I was listening to something today talking about time and, and, and do... Anybody really know what time it is? We all celebrate different things at certain at the same on the same day. It doesn't matter to the same person. The calendar is kind of like just thrown together and started whenever they wanted to start it. What day was the first day? How do we know what day was the first day? And how do we keep up with that? And with leap year, don't we lose days and stuff? Like do we really know what time it is? Here go another complainer. <laughs> nah, that's complaining. It's my brother from another. Dave Canyon. What's going on with you, Dave? I complain all the time. I complain time after time. I'm also a bit racist. I'm also a bit sexist. And probably, if not absolutely narcissistic. I'm oftentimes ungrateful, insensitive, inattentive, and many other positive and negative attributes. So what? Screw that lady. Humans are imperfect. Should be easy to get through the day. But if people are expecting other people to be perfect, which is what we seem to do often, there lies the problem. Hey, Jeff, I'm commenting as I'm driving into work using speech text. The font is very small and I don't have time to proofread. So I'm just going to hit the send, send button. I'm just going to hit the send. I apologize for any typos or misunderstandings. But this podcast is the first podcast I listened to by anybody in the last three or four months. Shalom. I like him. I like him, my brother from another. <laughs> What's going on with you, Dave? I appreciate that. And you actually did a great job. I wish my freaking phone was as smart as your phone. I got a dumbest ass phone. I can't say anything. I can say directions to Kroger's. And this damn phone will try to send me to the dollar store. Like, where are you sending me to? I say find directions to my job and this damn Siri will end up trying to have me set my alarm clock. I don't know. I don't, maybe I just don't speak well. Now, let me look over, let me look over your comment. I complain all the time. Well, Dave, I think that's why me and you resonate. Because we both, we both see some things in this world that it warrants complaints. You know? So we, we both, we both are culture critics or pundits critics is a bad word right so we're both social pundits right i complain time after time i'm also a bit racist now i don't know i don't I, maybe you are a bit racist i don't know i mean are you a bit racist how can you be my brother from another if you're racist man what in the hell how are you racist what are you racist on because see for me i don't really believe that racism is a skin thing i believe racism is a mental disorder so I don't want to say my brother from another has a mental disorder, but if you're saying it for yourself, then I, I guess you do have a mental <laughs> I guess you do got a mental disorder, right? No, but uh, let's see. Um, I'm a bit sexist. What are you doing, man? You better not let your wife hear this shit. Okay, now, you be sleeping on the couch. Um, I, I'm also, and I, if not absolutely narcissistic, you know, yeah, man, you got that kind in handy too, but I kind of blame that on astrology. I know you probably don't know anything, anything about astrology. You probably don't give a fuck, but... I have Rahu in the first house, so it kind of makes me compulsive to the self or the personality of the the spirit, right? Anyway, keeping it moving. 
that was the show uh, Sparkville episode one. We actually have another Sparkville coming up pretty soon. Uh, and again, if you don't know what Sparkville is, it is a new section of the website. You can come and check it out at internalmonarch.com. And basically in that section is where legendary rants are born. That's basically just Sparkville is basically just things about me. What's going on with me on a personal level, just stories, random rants or whatever thoughts on my mind or someone came to me and asked me a certain question or, you know, just kind of ignited the spark. And that's how we create Sparkville. In our last next episode, we talked about the struggle being real. Now, in the struggle being real, which is what this video, this part two is about, uh, we also have some comments left on there too. Linda, how you doing, Linda? She says, Christmas, we stayed home and I got Jim some things I knew he would like and he was happy. From him, I got gifts note, I got gift notes as in, you can spend XXX on what you like at this place. <laughs> I like Jim. Jim is Jim is a well-seasoned man. He understands. I worked on my birthday, December 28th, with happy belated birthday, way after the fact, right? Um, making videos that it took me from December the 9th to January the 25th to make 141 total. Wow. Well, it, you, you actually did pretty good to make 141 videos. Yeah. You know how long it took me to actually sit down to make this recording? It's been a while. It's been a while, but I still did it, right? And I don't know why that song is always edged in my head when I say those words. It's been a while. That's the first song that pops up in my head every time. They did a good job marketing that song. Um... I stayed home and Jim went to sleep until right before midnight, New Year's Eve. He did not drink anything. Cannot do cannot do the medications. I had a I had 12 ounces of twisted tea. Woo! Wait, and that's what I'm talking about. That Long Island tea. Twisted tea is pretty good if you know how to make it right. I remember going in uh, living in Orangeboro and I was going to uh, going to college up there. Uh, not Orangeboro, Louisville. Um, one of, one of my family members. He was an alpha. Alpha Theta or one of those Ferratis, what's a sorority, frats, whatever the hell the things are. You know, you pay to play, basically. And um, they always made, they called it Alpha Tea, but it was basically just Long Island Iced Tea. And they always added these certain things, flavors to it. it. Made it really good, delicious, man. That was some good tea. But anyway, keeping it moving. Andrew in Bicentennial Man gets physical upgrades to have more human experience. Now, in my last episode, I did say I was going to watch Bicentennial Man, and I did watch that show. And, um, you know, that that movie actually had a lot of insight into it. You know, first of all, when you first watch Bicentennial Man, you know, it set up, it set off, like, like it looked like it started off in, like, the 50s, you know. And uh, he comes out, and he looks like the Tin Man off Wizard of Oz. But as time goes on, you know, the owner, uh, he starts to realize, well, actually what happened was uh, Bicentino Man was actually a, a fluke. I think he may be in a fluke. Uh, uh, um, he, he, when they got him, you know, the, the girls didn't really like him. Well, one of them didn't. The older girl didn't really like him. And so she told him to come up to the stairs, you know, because they have the three laws, right? They, the robot can't hurt nobody. It can't hurt itself or something like that or it can't it can't it has three laws it can't it has to follow like on irobot basically and when she came when he she called him to go upstairs you know she's like okay andrew open the window and he opened the window and then she's like all right now jump out you know he jumped out the window care learn share internal monarch is on the quest to take over the globe because we care to learn and we learn to share if you can resonate with our creed make sure you press the follow button and also press the share button so other people right there can find this show and don't forget, you do have a purpose. It's exposing the dark. Have you woken up? Stimulate your thoughts by igniting the spark. Are you able to see? You do have a purpose. It's exposing the dark. Are you walking your own path? Live at your purpose by igniting the spark. Welcome, welcome to the kingdom. To the kingdom. Similar to thoughts with internal monarch. Internal monarch. Internal monarch. Internal monarch. Dot com. Similar to thoughts by igniting the spark. You do have a purpose. It's exposing the dark. Live at your purpose by igniting the spark. Similar to thoughts with internal monarch. Similar to thoughts by igniting the spark. You do have a purpose. It's exposing the dark. 
Live at your perfect body, night in this park. Stimulate your thoughts with the turn of monarchs. Welcome to the station with the imagination. Using the mental capacities to rule the nation. No hesitation, no need for shaking, no limitations. It's confirmation. Humanity's our dedication. And salvation's our motivation. Experience the validation. Disinformation's the medication for cultural degradation. Prescribing mental occupation with spiritual revelations. Metaphorical dissertation. Bridge building occupation. This time we spark communication. Taking over Taking the globe. The globe. Follow us. Follow us. But him jumping at the window created a quirk in his his operating system, right? And from that day forward, he never really liked heights. He was afraid of heights and windows, so to speak, right? And um, and but as like you said, as as the movie goes on, he starts to get more and more upgrades. And at the, by the end of the movie, they basically talking about where we are trying to head to now. I don't know if you are aware of, of them uh, transferring your memories, your consciousness over into like a digital disc to be able to be inserted into one of these sleeves or AIs or whatever they want to do in the future with these things. But he in the movie, he created these artificial lungs and organs and all kind of stuff. Right. But here's something I wanted to share about Bicentennial Man that I don't know if you called it this or not because they did have three laws, right? By the end of the movie, they had got so advanced with creating AI that you really couldn't tell if the robot was a person or, or, a, real, or a real thing. And that's the whole thing that uh, Robin Williams was fighting for throughout the whole movie was basically giving him freedom and rights and to be acknowledged, right? Well, at the very end of the movie, right before they got acknowledged, him and the woman or the granddaughter, wasn't the granddaughter, I believe it might have been the granddaughter of the family that he was um, he was brought up with. They had got together right at the end of the movie. Right. And they died together in the bed. But at the beginning, at, the, at that scene, there was a part in that scene that I kind of overlooked at the first time I seen it. But the second time I, like, oh, I caught it. Check this out. The same thing that's going on with Sophia, the same thing that Elon Musk is talking about with AI and it being a threat and things of that nature. There'll certainly be a lot of job disruption um, because what's going to happen is robots will be able to do everything better than us. I'm, inclu I'm including, I mean, all of us. There's like something like 12% of jobs are transport. Transport will be one of the first things to go fully autonomous. But when I say everything, like the robots will be able to do everything. I have exposure to the very, the very most cutting edge um, AI, um, uh, and I think people should be really concerned about it. Um, I keep so sounding the alarm bell, but you know, until people see like robots going down the street killing people, like they don't know how to react, you know, because it seems so ethereal. AI is a rare case where I think we need to be proactive in regulation instead of reactive, um, because I think by the time we are reactive in AI regulation, it's too late. AI is a fundamental existential risk for human civilization. And I don't think people fully appreciate that. In that movie by Centennial Man, at the end of the movie, remember the robots have three laws they must follow. But at the end of the movie, the woman who was with Robin Williams told the nurse to go against one of those laws and she did it and she did it now at first i was like oh why would a nurse do that you know I, I was like, hold on that's not even a nurse that's a robot i guarantee that's a robot and they're showing us that they no longer have to follow the three laws that's what i got out of it what'd you get out of it Laughing my ass off on that Viagra sketch. I know, right, man? That that man, Cat Williams is funny as shit. And, you know, I had to take that down because I, I don't know if I was going against the infringement. You know, you actually shared some of the things you can share and, you know, free copyrights and all that stuff. And, you know, I don't know what happened with that, but I didn't want to, you know, cause any problems. So I went and took that down. I couldn't take it off the podcast, but I did take it off the website. 
you know so um you can't see the sketch but you can go to uh if you have um netflix you can go watch it on netflix or you can probably watch it on youtube when i first did it, it was like a day or two old and so whoever posted it up on youtube took it down and that link had expired a soul is an individual consciousness that is aware not only of itself but its connection and interaction with other souls a digital soul would be the same thing but it would be a program that is unique from other digital beings ai yet aware of itself with its own unique personality that once its body device dies it could be programmed into something new like a reincarnation okay i see you i see you out there linda i like your thinking i like your thinking let me go ahead and see if i can dissect this a little bit and see if i can pull anything out of it though you say that a digital soul will be the same thing but it will be a program that is unique from other digital beings now a digital soul will be a program now you know there are people who are saying we live in a hologram and if we do live in a hologram are our souls programs are we programmed i mean if you look at the world we are definitely walking around programmed we are a program we're programmed to not care about you know a lot of things that take place in life uh we're programmed to only want to focus on distractions we're programmed to follow things that don't make sense we follow we're programmed to um to go along with things because that's just the way it's always been so yes we live in a program and our soul might be a program but who's programming that soul now a digital soul will be programmed from man which means it's going to automatically have a flaw in it and it's going to be aware of itself with its own unique personality that wants its body which device which you say was to be the device it could be reprogrammed to something new now, I don't know if you heard anything about uh, the Google AI and I think it was Apple or another company's AI where they actually had to shut the whole computer down because once they put the AI online, it began to try to write its own language and code and script in which that we would not be able to understand. And that's a very big danger to humanity. So, you know, you're saying all this stuff, you're looking at AI, looking, reading your posts and looking at to your content that you push out. I know that you're into AI and you're into robots, but robots at the end of the day are going to be the detriment of humanity only because of the current culture we live in and the country culture the current world we live in we don't live in a world where we are trying to help out our fellow men now there's a small select few but on the global scale we live in a world where people are trying to take and oppress their fellow men so when ai comes out what's going to be different what really is going to change unless ai has is going to be able to empathize with the underdogs or the you know it's not going to really look too well. It don't really look too promising for us with the AI devices and reincarnation and stuff like that because they want to use robots and get rid of a lot of people. Hey, I went to Walmart just the other day. It, it was like 1 or 2 o'clock in the afternoon. They had absolutely every self-checkout open and only one register open in the middle of the day. What does that tell you? You go to Hardee's or McDonald's sometimes. I don't know about McDonald's, but I know Hardee's have them. You go in there and there's no one even at the front desk anymore. You go in there and there's just a damn kiosk machine with the menu on it. And you order off the menu and then your food is getting made. You don't even talk to no one anymore. Like we're being eradicated and we're all happy about it because we have the next smart gadget. It's so smart. and We're so damn stupid. That we don't realize that we've been replaced by this shit, but keeping it moving. Regarding the last story, all things happen for a reason. Yes, everything does happen for a reason. And that's what I was trying to tell my family member in this in this episode, The Struggle Is Real, is that, you know, everything that you went through and everything that you are going through is, is for a reason. But it's up to you to be able to connect the dots figure out what you need to learn from those and then be able to 
share your story to help out other people who are either going through what you're going through or having a hard time getting over what you're getting over. OTCR has moved from Spreaker now. They are now using Zoom to YouTube. Okay, you know, I was actually looking into um, getting off of Spreaker myself. That's another reason why I haven't did a show in so long is because I've been looking into something called Podbean. Now, I don't know if you used Podbean before, if you heard about them, but looking into their website and looking at some of their their perks that they offer, I'm, I'm really, really thinking about changing over from Spreaker to Podbean. Now, you won't really know the difference because I will still, unless you're listening to me from Spreaker, you really won't notice the difference. Because, I mean, in, I, most of my stuff is now being uh, recorded off of GarageBand and then uploaded to my podcasting hosting provider. And then, I, and then I share it through my social media. So it really won't make a big difference from you. You will start noticing, you know, certain little cosmetic changes. But for me, on the back end, it's gonna be it's gonna be helpful because it allows me to create, um, you know, uh, special content for just you, you know, the, the listener, the you, you, the people who listen to me on a regular basis. I can make special stuff just for you. I can make paid content, and I also have better analytics, so I can see who's listening to me, where they're listening to me from, and just greater details. Okay, so with that being said. Um, that's what's been going on, uh, with the show as far as why I haven't been doing a show. Um, but, uh, before we get into the next part of the show, I'm going to take a short little break. And when we get back, we're going to just do a follow up on what's been going on since the last time we spoke. And then going to go ahead and get into the show. What's a brother got to do? What's a brother got to do? What's a brother got to do? Oh, what's a brother got to Oh, what's a brother got to You get it. I'm out every day in this community. I see a lot of people filled with animosity because of false sense of hope and security. This fear is a source of insanity. A global community divided, no unity. Conscious community walking dead, standing next to me. Knowledge that I gained has inspired me to be all that there is that I came to be. This share the truth that lives inside to be. You gotta be willing to fight for your liberty. But beware, there's a black in society. This topic's hot like fire it plots and conspire try to got our ego's desire the opposite of going higher no more preaching to this choir taking over lucian's empire this evil will aspire but believe me it's dedicated so it never retires with time for hire yeah main things can get funny like they say time is money don't the wealth to get buried i ain't worried hell i ain't never in the hairy and move a bowl like I weigh 10 tons I'm the top candidate, nothing like them Clintons Ain't nobody else doing it like me, not one The truth, yeah man, it's a hard pill to swallow All my life I've been a leader, so yeah, I know you follow Alright, alright, now, so Like I was saying before that break came in since the last time we spoke, you know, my new year has started. My birthday was March the 15th, so I just had my birthday. Uh, and my birthday is the year of the one. If you know anything about numerology, the number one is all about new beginnings. It's about, you know, being the leader, paving your path, you know, things of that nature. And so uh, there's a lot of things that, that is in harmony, in sync this year that I'm starting to notice. I've been seeing a lot of numerology numbers popping up over the last couple of months. I've been seeing one one ones, one two threes. I've been, I definitely been seeing the one two threes a lot. One two threes, um, eleven. It could be. It could come in the form of eleven twenty three. It can come in the form of one two three. It can come in the form of one zero two three. Uh, you know, I'm just seeing a bunch of these same numbers. Four five six. You know, these numbers are just popping up everywhere so i you know and the reason I'm, I'm i'm attributing to this is because of the fact that even though i have not been doing podcasting and you haven't heard from me in a while this whole time i've been putting together a new layout putting together a new show structure and you know just trying to make this show better for you and so you know i've been focused on working on this type of stuff i've been making music which you'll be able to hear later on in the show and things of that nature other than making new music and, and arranging the show and you know getting everything in the structure for you i've also been looking to expand services 
Um, I've been, you know, working on my own personal branding as far as working my, my day job. You know, I'm a painter, professional painter. So I've been working on getting more customers, more clients, working on, you know, getting some more business cards and some T-shirts made and things of that nature. But, you know, that's not really where my passion really lies. My passion really lies in just sharing information, stimulating thoughts, exposing the dark and talking about the human conditioning to bring awareness so that things can be changed. And so uh, I will share a link in the description where you can uh, sign up to the website. That way you can be notified through email whenever we have promotions or we are promoting anything from our affiliate programs. OK, so you can check out you can check out that that link right there and keep uh, keep in contact with us that way since the last time i spoke with you i've seen the black panther movie i don't know if you've seen this black panther movie but there has been a lot about this movie that people um are, are raving about and complaining about at the same time you know you had the the mbaku challenge if you don't know mbaku challenge it was a What are you doing here? It's challenge day. We have watched from the mountains as your technological advancements have been overseen by a child who scoffs at tradition. And this boy who wants to be king could not even keep his own father safe. We will not have it. I said we will not have it. I, Mbaku, leader of the Jebari tribe. It was a great movie, though. You know, it had some really uh, hitting nuggets in it, some some very strong analogies and some insights in it. You know, um, if you haven't seen it yet, I don't really want to go into it, but you should have seen it by now. I mean, it's been out for a while, and it's you know, it's one of the it's it's, it's breaking records right now. You know, so it's 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 kind of hard to not see it unless you have a very negative reason for not to go see it. You know, and there are people out there who just have a very you know, negative view about the movie just because it had an all black cast or, you know, it had majority black cast or it's called Black Panther. Like people are so idiotic that they, they can't get over their bias. It's just ridiculous. Like seriously, how can you not go see a movie because of how many black people are in a movie, but you can go and watch a movie that's set in Egypt, Africa, the heart, the hottest fucking continent on the planet where, you know, if you don't have suntan lotion, you're going to be tanned. But then you watch this damn movie and it has a bunch of white people. I'm talking about some straight up pale face, like straight, like the white, like this door in front of me white. Like how the hell you this, you this pale, you in Egypt, you in Africa, the equator, the belt, and you have no suntan. There was no damn suntan lotion back then. You definitely going to have a suntan, right? So it's crazy how people can have these, these views about movies and get upset because people of different nationalities have a movie with, with them in it. But you, they don't complain when the slavery movie, Color color Purple, was a Color Purple? And, you know, the slavery movie come out. It has an all-black cast in it, too. But you don't hear them complaining about that shit, do you? <laughs> oh, oh, Why? Because they have mental issues. Racism is not a color thing. Racism is a mental issue. Nothing. You know how you gave these damn children Ritalin because the teachers and the school system was giving a bunch of bullshit information? I ain't want to tell you. What? I got hypnotized. Nigga, get the fuck out of here. Bro, how you not scared of this, man? Look, they could have made you do all types of stupid and shit. And people are like, oh, this is boring, and I can read right through it. I'm not interested. Oh, you're not interested? Not at all. Here, take some Ritalin. You, you must have a mental issue. Take some Ritalin. They just saw through the shit. And, and, and because they saw through the shit, you told you had to slow down their consciousness and say, "Here, take some Ritalin, slow your ass down. You, you too far ahead. You, you shouldn't know that we are feeding you a bunch of lies. Take this Ritalin and become a zombie." But you know, you know, in that movie, you know, Black Panther, there was a part in the movie where uh, T'Challa, which is the Black Panther, if you haven't seen the movie yet, he went, he was become the Black Panther. So he took the purple heart herb shaped herb and went into the astral world. Okay. 
and in the astral world he was there with the ancestors and he saw his father or he was there with the panthers before him you know and so he saw his father and when he seen his father he was still holding on to the grief and the emotional baggage that he he held from not being able to protect his father right so when he seen him he knelt down and grabbed his father's hand his father said what to him stand up you are a king Method. now i don't know if you are aware of this or not but growing up black people especially the black elders in the neighborhood they would always tell people hold your head up you are you are a king you are a queen hold your head high you know so that's the reason why i took that as a personal part because it related to some of the things I heard growing up was that other guy named uh, Killmonger was the American version. And uh, T'Challa, you know, he was a, um, a conscious African. You know, he was a king. And, and his people were black people, even Killmonger, which they made it more obvious because Killmonger was his first cousin. Right? So... What happened was the king before him tried to hide the fact that he left his nephew in America to fend for himself instead of bringing him back because he did not want the truth to be known. Now, in the movie, what was the truth? The truth in the movie was that he killed his own brother. So he left Killmonger there because he didn't want that truth to be known but another way of looking at that truth is the fact that the king before t'challa the king before was the new black consciousness that's taking place or taking root now sent not killmonger but black americans of today to america to be enslaved because yes there was colonizers who came over and took slaves but yes there was also kings who sent their own color people might not have been from the same tribe or anything like that, but they sent black people into slavery. And yes, even some kings and queens were pushed into slavery. Method. You're damn right. They had a, you know how, how it operates. You got to humiliate people. You know how it operates. But like I said, there was a great movie. I enjoyed the movie. I enjoy seeing it. I'm going to see it again and again. I'm, I'm going to probably watch this movie about three or four times because it had a lot of nuggets you had to watch. You're going to have to watch it more than once to see it. You know? But I don't want to go too far into the Black Panther because that's not what this movie, this episode is about. Internal, what are you doing here? It is Challenge Day. I, Internal, have been watching from the mountains as the technological advancements have ruined humanity. I will not have it. I said I will not have it all. An urgency emerging for my destiny, my lineage is kings and queens, my frequency is gonna leave my legacy. These all the bots, they follow me, the humble to me, could it be comparison? I waste that time, I waste that time. Can't you Megatrons? Your consciousness does not align, you a slave to the high mind. By design, I'm a prime, I'm the last of my kind, I'm shifting paradigms, all about that green. No more beef, vegetarian, so far off from the meat. Cause I'm serious Same amount of time Can't use mine You're delirious Always improving my consciousness Seem to love pursuing Always consuming I have no choice But to give it to you My chakra will no longer see the sputter The globe is starting to spin My crop is at the hover Grinding my roots I'm beating me up Scotty's to the crown There's a silence to the violence Why we turn it down Regardless majority Follows minority Abandon my lordy Acknowledge authority Won't fit with me morally So I gotta keep it moving Key and TV Concepts equally exuded, executed, undisputed, overheated, I'm your cooling, I'm your like a student, please don't let this moment fool you, in the future I'm a guru, to you humans I'm a mutant, trying to get you guys a planet, you a hostage on this planet, I'm in transit, it's a challenge, how'd you manage all this damage, oh my god, on my bars, you a spine from a god, on my bars, I'm a god, music from a demigod, stimulating thoughts at night in the spark, exposing the dark, find me at internal mark, alright family, so these five questions will help you get over the struggle, these questions were created so that you can help create a paradigm shift and then which will allow you to ignite your inner spark, right? So that you can put a light on the path that you truly want to walk. So the first question is, how do you view life? 
there is many ways to view life, you know, but just to make it simplified, have you ever heard someone say you can view life as a battlefield or you can be, or you can view life as a school? They usually say a game, but I want to use that and say a school because it's more conductive. But if you view, let's, let's just use those two views. You can either view life as a battlefield or you can view life as a school. And if you view life as a battlefield, every day you wake up, you're going to be trying to protect the things that you hold dear, trying to protect your, your, your thoughts or what you believe to be true about this place, trying to protect what you believe to be true about your race or your creed or your country, because everything is a battle. So you have to protect everything. If you look at life as a school, then it's all about graduating. It's all about learning from the experience or the previous lessons and it's not so much about trying to protect where you come from, but trying to understand where you come from and how you fit into the greater whole. It's not about where it's not about where you're like looking at looking at life as a school allows you to understand that you're more than a physical body. At least for me, when I look at when I think about this question, looking at life as a as a battle, people die in battles, right? That's the whole purpose of battle is to go into war and you're going to kill someone, right? Someone's going to die in a battle, but in the school, someone's going to graduate. I rather have the note. I rather have the the insight of graduating when I leave here than dying when I leave here. You get what I'm trying to say? So how do you view life? Which, which ways do you view life? And what kind of ways, what kind of, what are some of the sayings you heard about how to view life? Are you able to shift your paradigm? But basically, I'm asking you, how you, are you able to change your way of viewing how you view life? Now, I asked you the first question, but if you view it, as a battlefield, are you able to shift your paradigm and view it as a school? Or are you trapped in that paradigm? Are you trapped in the view of the world that either you set up for yourself or that someone else has set before you? Are you really trapped in that paradigm? The answer to that question is really no. You're not really trapped in that paradigm because everything is a concept. And the way you view the world is conductive to you but if you give your if you're the one who gives it the meaning then it's okay but if you allow someone else to give this this place meaning to you then that's a sign that you need to shift your paradigm because as long as someone else is giving your life meaning you will never really have true happiness it's not conductive like i said it's not conductive to you 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 have to be able to shift your paradigm to see things from a different point of view. Let's say you have a child. Your child is best friends with the neighbor. You love your child. You don't really know the neighbor. You just know they're friends. You love your child, though. And your child come home crying. And you're like, what's wrong with you? Why are you crying? You're like, well, Johnny called me fat. Or Johnny called Say, I'm not. Johnny called me uh, selfish uh, Just making them shit right So I don't know And you're like Well why would Johnny call you selfish You're not selfish You're the most loving child in the world Johnny is the asshole <laughs> You know and, uh, and But But then once you If you're able to shift your paradigm You're able to shift your perspective You can find out that Johnny was just Protecting himself Because your child Was the one who's been doing it for months on end Calling Johnny Fat and making Johnny feel un- ungrateful. And unless you're able to shift your paradigm, unless you're able to empathize or you've never been in that situation, then you're going to be like, wow, that's not right. And you're able to say, child, you were wrong for that. But if you're not able to shift your par- if you're not able to change your view or shift your paradigm, then you're going to be like, oh, that's okay. That's my son. And they have the right to do that. Just because it's your son, you have invested emotions for that person. So now you overlook what you act, what you clearly see to be wrong, you completely overlook it. 
Right. so angry at the teenagers fighting with his daughter that police say he resorted to truly drastic measures. The frightening moments were all caught on camera. How he allegedly, look at this, tries to run over this group of teens with his SUV as they dove out of his way. And now, not surprisingly, he is facing a slew of charges. And ABC's Aditi Roy joins us in studio with more. Hi, Aditi. Hi there, Paula and Dan. Good morning to you. And what you're about to see may make your heart race an SUV barreling towards a group of teens. Investigators say the man behind the wheel, an angry father seeking revenge. This is these are ways to getting over the struggle. One, checking how you view life. Two, being able to shift your paradigm. Three, who influences how you live your life? Who influences how you live your life? Think about that for a second. I mean, because before you was even shit, five or six, you had some very influential people in your life. They taught you how to, they taught you what language they wanted you to speak. They taught you what type of diet they wanted you to eat. They taught you what type of behaviors your culture or your environment will accept. I mean, you have been taught all these things before you were even aware of it. But now that you're a grown person or semi-grown, depending on how old you are listening to this, who are the influences of your life? I'm pretty sure it's mom, dad, siblings, you know, friends, close friends. But how much influence do they have over your life? Do they have so much influence that like family might, you might come from a big bony family, right? Do they have so much influence that even though you know that's not a healthy, that's not a healthy thing and you want to get in shape, do they have so much influence that you will, that you will put yourself on the back burner? You will put, you will not love yourself enough because you don't want the emotional blackmail to come from becoming healthier. You don't want the ridicule from all the under, all the undedicated, unhealthy people in your family who don't want to work out. So they're going to give you slack because you're doing something that they know they should be doing as well. Do they have that much influence in your life? And so you you live the lie instead of living your truth. Do they have that much influence over you? How much influence do people have over you? And think about that and find out if it's the influence is either keeping you stuck or helping you move forward. If, influence, if you have people in your life that influence you, which is a good thing, but it's keeping you stuck or keeping you in a certain position, then you're not really living your truth. And that's really going to only hinder you. It's not hurting them because they're, they're not the ones having to compromise. But if you're not living your truth while they are living their truth, which is they lazy as shit, then they're, they're not compromising. They're not going to the gym. They're not working out. They're not doing none of that shit, right? So think about that. Again, these are ways of getting over the struggle. And number four, do you feel empowered or disempowered along your journey? Do you feel empowered or disempowered along your journey? And depending on where your environment is at, you might have dirt roads, which means people who don't give a shit about you. You might have sidewalks, which means every now and then people might come and walk past you and, you know, communicate with you. You might have roads, which means people are always coming through and, you know, talking to you and either empowering you or not. Or you might have highways, which means there's always someone around you. Right now. The difference between the dirt road, the sidewalk, walk, the road and the highway is the level of empowerment. If you have a highway, people who are highways, they're constantly moving, they're constantly going back and forth, nonstop, unless you hit a bump in the road, right? Traffic bender, uh, uh, you know, something like that. But it's constantly moving. That's a person who is being empowered. The information is constantly going and going and going. People in their life are always trying to do, you know, get to the next spot. Then you have the road. Who? Well, let's think about that. Cause I'm making all this shit up on the go. So let's think about these things for a second. A, who will be a who will be an interstate? An interstate will be the type of person who is a motivational speaker. Um, a a high rate a road type of person is a person in your life who who's trying to get somewhere. All right. 
a sidewalk person is a person who knows about what's going on but they don't really want to hit the road they really just want to walk the sidewalk they don't really want to you know put the wheels on the ground and get the wheel moving which is their inner wheel they don't want to get the wheel moving so they rather just stay on the sidewalk and then of course the people on the dirt road are the people who are trying to hold you back like the crab in the buckets now this is just a way i can just break it down okay and the last question to ask yourself is According to predictions, I could be a politician Taking shit from the people like a mortician According to predictions, I could be a politician Taking shit from the people like a mortician Humanity needs an intervention, I'm on a mission Consciousness coming from another dimension Thank dimension, taking mental body to ascension Since you're spending time, pay attention The currency back is making on us to get dementia Always stimulating the mind so we won't listen no such thing as a halfway hook You either see this shit or you're halfway shook Cause earth is the garden that will make us gardeners I'm living in this concrete jungle like it's hard I could be a politician Taking shit from the people like a mortician According to predictions I could be a politician Taking shit from the people like a mortician Humanity needs an intervention I'm on a mission Consciousness coming from another dimension Out of all five of these I believe that the fifth one Is probably the most important Living life by design Because When you live your life by design you actually break down your 24 hours. Like earlier in the show, we did. someone left a comment who said they only have enough time in the day. What I would tell this person was what I did. I did this before. And it actually, I still have the documentation somewhere in here, but I will share that later on. But here's what you can do to help you get over the struggle. Document your time. Literally document your time. Now, to get over it, to do this in a certain kind of way, you might think this might be a daunting task. So there's 24 hours in the day. I would try, if you're able to chunk it down every hour, this hour I slept. So you know you're sleeping from, you know, 9 o'clock to about 5 o'clock at night, and from 9 at night to 5 in the morning, you can chunk all that up as just sleep. But then from 5... What are you doing from five to six? What are you doing from six to seven? What are you doing from seven? You know, what are you doing these hours? These hours, what are you doing? Look what you're doing with your time per hour. And if you're really good at this, you can break it down every 30 minutes. You know what I mean? Really break down your time to see what are you doing with your time? What is it really being used on? Because you might think your time is being, you know, used on other people and you don't have enough time in the day because you all, everybody always wants you, you know, want something from you. But when you actually break down your time, you'll find that you spend a lot of time doing things that are have no value to them. There's no value to these things. So you know, design your life. You know, design your life by design. Once you break your your day down, break down your day how it actually is. Don't add anything in it that you want here or you want there. Break your day down how it actually operates on a, on a regular day. You know, I mean, just pay him. You know your life. No one knows your life better than you. Only you walk your life. So you know exactly what you're doing on a regular day. So there are certain things that take place every single day, right? And pay attention to that. But once you do that, then get another sheet of paper out. And look at the times where you're able to actually consciously change 
the event that takes place is right here. So let's say you 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 post a seat from nine to five, right? But instead you go to sleep from eleven to seven. So you lost two hours in the night and you lost two hours in the morning. Look at those times, those two hours, and see what am I doing for those two hours? Am I am I reading a book? Am I watching TV? Am I playing a video game? What am I doing? What am I actually doing in these two hours? And then live your life by design by creating a new timeline. And every single day, try to merge this actual time frame into the new life by design time frame. You might not be able to do all of it, but every single day, try to merge these two timelines together so that before you know it, your day is running the way you want it to run. And you don't really have time to give to other people because you you have you have organized your time into the point to where you know what's taking place here what's taking place there and what you want to get done because if you unless you unless you don't have a vision or a goal for what you want to do in life then your time doesn't really have any meaning it, it's easy for you to just to you know let your time just be squandered and just do whatever but once you give yourself a purpose which is what we're going to be talking about in the fly on the wall once you give yourself a purpose then you, you you it's okay for you to say no to someone because your time is just as valuable as their time and they want you to waste your time when you have a vision for what you want to do with your time you only get so much of it so you don't really want to just waste it and squander it and give it to someone else just like you are a walking billboard your time is the same thing and if you're not using your time someone else is going to use that time right people who don't have a purpose have a problem with people who are always happy happy about something if you don't have a, a purpose right then chances are you're really being programmed by the default program and the default program is the stress trap stressed out about this mad about this be angry at this person for that stress trap but when you have a purpose well, even though you might have a day job once you get out of this this day this day by day you know mundane monotonous routine then when you get a time you make time for your purpose whether it be sewing whether it be writing books whether it be making content whether it be making music you that push joy into you so you don't really have time for the negativity right but anyway that's what the five steps are to help you get over the struggle and with that being said i am definitely radical have been ever since i was a little guy i think most people don't do what they want they do what they think they can do if they're stretching. But if they're going after what they want, they've got to be radical. You've got to get out of the box. The key ingredient is to make a decision. That's the way you're going to live. Once you make the decision, you see yourself already with it. That's all anybody needs to get what they want, the will to do it. Take a pen and write out exactly what you want. And then start to see yourself with it. We cannot let conditions or circumstance control our thinking. We've got to let the image, the dream in our mind control our thinking, and then everything else starts to happen. We're surrounded by people. They are used to looking at us and knowing us the way we were. The second we get the new image, we're a different person, but we're the only one that sees it. No one else sees it. And they're going to think you're a little crazy. They will think you're radical, and you want to be proud of the fact that they think you are because that's exactly what you are, and that's what takes you to where you want to go. The true radical individual is mentally strong. They're mentally directed. They have discipline. Discipline is giving yourself a command and follow it. Radical is not easy. Radical is not for lightweights. You've got to be strong. And the beautiful part about this, as you work at it, you get stronger and stronger and stronger. And that's when you're living the life you really want to live. It's having a mission. It's knowing where you're going. It's being fulfilled. We want to know that we're doing something that's meaningful with our life. We're only here for a short time, so it should be a good time. And you're going to have a good time when you've got a real good reason to get out of bed in the morning and make it happen. That's what a radical person does. That's how they live. You cannot go by the norm. You cannot let precedent control your decisions. Start to understand who you are. Start to understand your mental faculties and step out and do the thing you love to do. 
It's scary. Joseph Campbell said, the cave I feared enter holds the treasure I see. Go for it. Be radical. Today's content was brought to you by Interna Monarch, the brand that is dedicated to helping humanity live up to its greatest potential. If you enjoyed today's show, be sure to go to internamonarch.com to get registered today. Also, don't forget to download and follow us on Spreaker. That's S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R. You can also find it in the App Store on your mobile or handheld device. If you're engaged in social media and would like to link up with us, check out the show notes to find all the links to our social presence as we take over the globe. We would like to give thanks to soundbible.com for providing some of the sound effects that help make today's show possible. We would also like to leave spark plugs for the family out there so no matter if you're in your car doing laundry or hanging out in Colorado you know what time it is baby be sure to check out our sister Linda Arwen at the awesome and sandy surface podcast where she takes rare news and adds a twist of excitement to it if you're looking for spiritual metaphysical or perhaps fringe topics you can also check out Linda on off the cuff radio better known as OTCR both her shows can be found on her website at AISX Q.com. Again, that's A-I-S-X-Q.com. If you're looking for something more pragmatic and a bit more down to earth, be sure to check out my brother from another, Dave Canyon, with the Dumbing It Down with Dave show. Take a ride with Dave as he drives and tells us how life ought to be in his 2008 gold Kia Rio. Every week, Dave shares his marriage report, as well as other things that I can't mention at the moment because I'm just a dum-dum. You can easily find Dave by going to the App Store and typing in Dumbing It Down with Dave. If you happen to go by to visit the family, be sure you let them know and turn them on our sent you.